Today's episode of Technological will deal with two-factor authentication. What is it and why you need it? Coming up next. Welcome to the second episode of the Technological Podcast. I'm your host, Balthazar. Before we get started, I just want to let everyone know that the show notes will include all the information that I will be discussing on this episode. And also in the show notes, you will find my email address and my website address. My email address is technologicalpod at gmail.com. Email me if you have any questions, comments, or you have an idea for a topic that you'd like covered in a future episode. My website address is techno-logical.online, where you will find information and articles related to topics covered in this and future podcasts. Now, on to the show. You may have heard about two-factor authentication, but what is it? Two-factor authentication, also known as 2FA, can be defined as having more than one way to identify yourself to access something. When accessing online accounts, websites, or computer system, you would need two pieces of identification. One would be the username and password, and the second would be a second piece of information. Some examples of two-factor authentication include a security code sent via text message or email, biometrics, which may include fingerprint, iris, voice, or face scans, a code from an authenticator on your phone, be it authenticators that are freely available or authenticators that are proprietary to that company. And they could also include a USB key, also known as a YubiKey, to provide two-factor authentication. But why is two-factor authentication so important? Why do you need it? It's one of the most secure ways to control access to your sensitive data and websites because it adds a second layer of protection. Here's an example that may clear up confusion as to what two-factor authentication adds in terms of data protection. Let's say you own a safety deposit box at the bank. In order to get access to the safety deposit box, first, you need access to the vault. That's the first layer of protection, your username and password. But after you get into the vault, you also need a key in order to open the safety deposit box. That's the second layer. If someone has your username and passwords, they will still need two-factor authentication in order to log in. So it doesn't matter how many people have it and who has it. And in order for them to access your account, they would need to access your phone with your authenticator or access your email or text messages or even access your YubiKey if you're using a physical device. Or they would have to have access to your biometrics. All things that are very hard to get access to and make the task of breaking into your account that much more difficult. There are some examples that show that two-factor authentication is an excellent method of protecting your accounts. The first one is the Yahoo data breach announced in 2016. Yahoo stated it had been attacked by Russian hackers starting as far back as 2013. 
Two-factor wasn't available at the time, and hackers stole usernames, passwords, and other sensitive data of all 3 billion accounts. In 2016, Yahoo was the top provider of email addresses in the world. For three years, hackers were able to log in, read emails, and also had access to a system where when a user changed the password, they could see what the new password was, thus ensuring that they continued to have access to the accounts. Had there been two-factor authentication in use, the theft of usernames and passwords would have been irrelevant. The second example is the 2013 data breach on Adobe. They were attacked by hackers who stole usernames, passwords, and credit card information for 153 million accounts. Two-factor was not available then, but if it had been, the only data hackers would have been able to use would have been the credit card data. The reality is we live in a digital world. Just about everything right now is archived digitally. Gone are the days of breaking into an office building to rifle through filing cabinets, searching for that elusive file. Yeah, that still exists, but it's a way smaller scale. Most everything now is digital. Your pictures, movies, hospital records, financial information, bank accounts, credit cards. It's all digital. And that means hackers continue to attack, steal, exploit, and sell our data because they no longer have to rifle through a filing cabinet in the dead of the night. It's as easy as sitting on the other side of the world, far away from your target, rifling through all the data on a network, taking it all, and then maybe deciding that instead of using the data, you'll just put it up on the dark web for sale and wait for somebody to buy it. This is not as far-fetched as you might think. It happens all the time. So adding two-factor authentication to your accounts protects you. It protects you because no matter who has your login credentials, they will not be able to log in to your data. Now I know as humans we can be lazy, but trust me, the small amount of time you wait for an authentication code, either from a text message, an email, or your authenticator, being that we're all human, it's understandable some people will think that these extra steps are needless and time consuming. Yes, sometimes it could be frustrating to have to wait for an email to come through or going into your phone to look up an authenticator code, or waiting for a text message, or using some sort of biometrics, whatever you have set up, or a USB YubiKey to gain authorization. But the reality is, not using these methods, yes, you'll save extra time, but how much time do you think it'll take for the bank to replace all the funds in your account if hackers find your username and password, get into your bank account, and transfer all the money out. This is something we should all ponder because even the data shows that two-factor authentication works and it works very well. According to Norton.com, passwords are getting easier to guess. Did you know that 23 million accounts are still using 123456 as their password? This alone is a strong case for using two-factor authentication. Thieves will have a harder time accessing your account unless they have access to your authenticator. Verizon's data breach report states that 80% of data breaches can be eliminated by using two-factor authentication. These are just two of many reports, all proving that two-factor authentication will keep you safe. This brings me to my three best practices 
on using two-factor authentication. First, don't reuse passwords. Once an account is breached, hackers will use that information to try to access other accounts you may use. Secondly, use an application on your phone for authentication. Google and Microsoft both have created free applications you can download on your iPhone or Android phone that will provide an authentication code that changes every 30 seconds. It's a time-based code. My third piece of advice is to sign up for text messages or email to receive your authentication code. This could be of use to you since a text message sent to you for an authentication code when you haven't logged into this particular system will demonstrate that somebody is trying to break into your account. So just to go over what I've been discussing here, two-factor authentication provides many benefits, but the three most important ones are improved security, fraud prevention, and secure networks. In conclusion, two-factor authentication is the best way you can help safeguard your data and finances with minimal impact to your current login methods. A little extra time in getting that requested information will prevent you from suffering losses that could take incalculable time and effort to repair. If you want to keep your account safe, use authenticators like Google Authenticator or Microsoft Authenticator. Use text messaging or email to receive authentication codes. Or use biometrics or physical devices like a YubiKey to provide two-factor authentication. As always, the show notes will provide the sources used for this show, as well as additional information you may want to read up about if you want to learn more about two-factor authentication. That's the end of this episode. Once again, if you'd like to visit the website, it's at techno-logical.online. And if you have comments, questions, or you have something that you'd like me to discuss on a future episode, email me at technologicalpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Technological was created and produced by Balthasar de Salas. Music is courtesy of AG Music and Frau Muller from Pond5.com.